Good morning. Welcome to this special edition of our Help for Wounded Spirits podcast. This is Stephanie Wesco, and Doug is not here with me this morning. I decided to bring in a dear friend, um, Amy Herbster. We are here at Camp Camp Joy. (laughs) (laughs) Wrong part of the country. We are here at Southland Christian Camp for a PTSD um, retreat we are doing here this week, and Amy was gracious enough to join us today. So good to be here with you. Thanks for the invitation. Oh, well, thank Doug. I mean, it was his idea. (laughs) Yeah, it's great. Always fun to be together with friends. It is. And Amy's pretty awesome. She's been a great encouragement to me. So I'm glad she could join us. Awesome. Well, thanks for the opportunity. Um, Doug specifically asked me to talk about health. That's which, wonderful. Yeah, which I think we're I think is all on our minds right now. Yeah. You know, because it, we're really living in a world where fear has mm-hmm. has gripped us and I think yeah. it's done more to our bodies than we may even give credence yeah. to. Um, just a little bit about me. My name's Amy Herbster. Um, my husband's the director of South and Christian Camp here in Ringgold, Louisiana. So if you ever need a getaway, uh, you can look us up on southlandcamp.org. Um, something specific in my life, actually, um, you know, I've struggled with weight ever since I was a young girl. Um, and, you know, just all, went through all throughout my childbearing years. Um, you know, I've, I've done kind of every diet there is to do, you know, and everything with, and, you know, and I love having my children mm-hmm. totally worth the extra weight, right? Yes, yes. <laughs> um, but <laughs> after I had my fourth one, you know, just trying everything, whether it was cutting calories, cutting carbs, working out like a fiend, you know, I just could not get my metabolism to work for me. I just Mm -hmm. felt like it was always working against me. Right. And so about nine years ago, the Lord just really allowed me to find something that finally, finally just helped me learn how to make a lifestyle change. And I think that's the problem. Sometimes we get in a diet mentality. Um, I've heard someone say, I think it's interesting. If you look at the word diet, there's the word die. And then if you look at the word healthy, there's the word heal. Wow, so that's truly powerful. So if looking at a healthy mindset, yeah. we're really working at getting our body to heal itself on the inside so that the body can really start to function, yeah. you know, the way, the way that it's supposed to, the way that right. God designed it to. Um, so when Doug asked me to, to share a little bit today, I thought um, my mind went immediately to a session that I did for ladies a couple years ago, actually. So thanks, Doug, for the opportunity. Um, <laughs> but it, what it did is, you know, I obviously, my walk with the Lord is my number one concern. But also, I realize I can't even be effective or as effective mm-hmm. um, if I'm not physically taking care of myself. Right. And I, you know, I think like you, we, we both agree that there's so much correlation with that. Yes. Um, and so I thought today, if it's good with you, I'll just totally. share just share some of these things that the sure. Lord the Lord taught me. By the way, I'll finish my story that I um, nine years ago, I just really started to implement some things in my life, making small changes at a time. If you're like me, typically like on January 1st, I make 18 resolutions, and by January two and a half, <laughs> I've dropped all of them. You know, yeah. but it's because we start so many resolutions on mm-hmm. one day, yeah. and then we set ourselves up for failure. So I just started making small steps towards a big goal Mm -hmm. and I lost 57 pounds. And I will tell you, um, I didn't lose muscle mass, but I also didn't work out during that time because I thought, you know what, I'm really going to treat this with nutrition, just Mm -hmm. really trying to get my body to heal from the inside out. Mm -hmm. Something that, um, 
you know, I, there's, there are quite a, quite a few verses that come to my mind when I do think about health. Um, you know, I mean, I, we, can, we can even think of like in, you know, 1 Corinthians 6, 19, you know, do we not recognize that our body is the temple? Yeah. So I think, you know what, the Lord has given me a spirit. He's given me a soul that I can use on a daily basis to get to know him better mm-hmm. and that I can work on that really sweet relationship with him. But he's also given me a physical temple yeah. that I have to live in while I'm, while I'm here on this earth. And I only get one. Mm. And it's, it's up to me to steward it. So, you know, for, for me, even sometimes, even strain from like the diet word, or the, even from the healthy word, I love to use the idea of how am I stewarding my body? Mm. Um, you know, there's importance of our choices that we make. Um, you know, when, when we look back, even in creation, there was so much great care that God gave when he even created our bodies. Yes. Very meticulous. Fearfully and wonderfully. Yes, <laughs> yes. absolutely. And he didn't just do it haphazardly. I mean, I think all of us, anytime we hear some scientific fact about the body, yeah. we're always amazed. And yeah. what do we always say? Wow, isn't God creative? We yeah. always say that. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, if God chose to use that much care to make me, then I think I have a very special responsibility to steward it well, mm. um, to take care of what he's created. Yeah. Kind of like, you know, um, you know, there's so many things that we enjoy in creation, whether, you know, maybe some of us garden or um, maybe uh, maybe some of us have, you know, pets that we absolutely love and we take meticulous care of them. Yes. But how many times do we not look at our body that way? Mm. And I think sometimes we look at it and we think we're being selfish. Now, it could definitely veer very easily over into the selfish yeah. category, but I don't think it's selfish to be constantly mm. mindful. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's my body, it's my responsibility to steward my body well. Um, the importance of choices, but I have to be the one that initiates that change. Um, you know, I, I get, I've been thinking about this. There's so many things in life that are completely out of my control. Mm-hmm. Mostly everything. Yeah. And I know this sounds weird, but the one of the only things that I can control is what I put in my mouth. Wow. Yeah. You know, nobody unless we're you know, unless we're a little kid and mom's, you know, taking the broccoli and doing the airplane to try yeah. to get it in our mouth, you know, we nobody's making me eat a chocolate chip cookie. Nobody's mm-hmm. making me eat things, you know. Right. It, right. It's my choice. So I have to initiate the changes that I'm gonna make. I really have to be very honest with myself about my current reality. If, by the way, as we're listening to these principles, they go hand in hand with our walk with the Lord. <laughs> yes, yes, for um, sure. But I have to really be honest with myself about my current reality. You know, mm-hmm. um, well, you know, it's in my genes to be heavier or to or to just eat this way. Or, well, I'm, you know, I, we can we can blame everything, yeah. or we can just step back and say, you know. I think I may have some issues that I really like to shore up. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I have to, I really have to force myself to set smart goals. And when I, when I say that, I love the acrostic of SMART. You have specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and timely goals. That's awesome. You know, if, if you're like me, I'm not super good about that because I'm very hard on myself. When, when we love to accomplish things, sometimes we're, we're not specific enough. We don't really give ourselves something that's measurable um, or attainable. 
Yeah. Especially us ladies, you yeah. know, we are. We give ourselves a mountain to climb, that's right? That's right. That's right. <laughs> we expect more out of ourselves than we would ever expect out of another human being. Mm. Um, but is this goal relevant? And then honestly, is this goal timely? You know, can I lose 29 pounds in seven and a half days? I mean, come on. Right. You know, we have to be timely. Or do I have a season of my life that's coming up that I can really devote to this? Yes. I think timing's everything. Yeah. Timing is everything in every in every area of life. Yeah. Um, another thing that, that the Lord has really revealed to me is I have to be really intentional in my commitment. Mm. Um, That's you know, my struggle right there. <laughs> I start out intentional and... Yes. Yeah. And you know, and the thing is, is that it takes, it takes constant evaluation, Yeah. but it, it does take some intent and then it just takes that commitment of, okay, I, I'm going to set aside a time to do this. Yeah. Again, if I make a smart goal, then it's not like, I'm not going to have a cookie for the rest of my life. Well, that can come later mm-hmm. after I'm able to really dial in on my health mm-hmm. and work out some things. Um, following a plan makes me the boss of what I eat. Mm. That might sound weird, but when you step back and you think about it, it's like, no, nobody, nobody's going to, you know, force me to do this. I'm going to be the one that's going to be the boss here. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to bring, you know, you think about the verse in 1 Corinthians 9, I'm going to bring my body into subjection. Yes. I, I truly believe that this, I, I don't think that's a stretch there. I think that's a great biblical principle. Right, right. I, I'm going to make, I think it's very healthy to make my health a spiritual discipline. Because mm-hmm. man, it carries a lot more weight when I know I'm yeah. doing it for the Lord. Yes. And I'm doing it to be a good steward. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I think of the phrase, if I aim at nothing, I'll hit it every time. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm good at hitting nothing. <laughs> Um, you know, so just, you know, taking, taking those general ideas, um, you know, sometimes there are going to be criticisms from others, you know, maybe, maybe they don't understand why we're doing what we're doing. Um, and you know, we just have to set those things aside. And again, if it's a, if it's a true spiritual matter matter between me and the Lord, then, you know, then I know that I'm doing it for the right reason. Right. And I can, I can put away the negative thinking. So whether the the criticism comes from the devil, whether it comes from my own dumb thoughts, or even if it comes from external pressures, I can ignore that. Mm -hmm. Um, I can still be kind and gracious. But you know, um, this is something really practical from the when I first started working on my health goals, people would say, Oh, Amy, come on. It's just one piece of cheesecake. But I knew what my goal was, and I mm. thought, yeah, you're right, it is only one piece of cheesecake, but I've come too far, and it's not gonna serve me well. Mm-hmm. So I learned um, to prepare myself when I was still at home or in the car by myself of what I was gonna say. So maybe this mm. can be something practical. When people will say, oh, Amy, come on, you can do it, uh, or you know, just join us, it's no big deal. I'll just say, you know, thank you so much, but I've got some things that I'm working on my health that that I really think um, I, I'm going to try to stick to, if you don't yeah, mind. Yeah. Or, you know, when they when they bring something, thank you so much. I've just got some things um, my body reacts adversely to. I can truly, honestly say, oh yeah, if I throw the my sugar hands in, up there. <laughs> if I throw the sugar down, or I throw a bunch of fat down into my system after I I haven't had much. I will have adverse effects. Oh, yeah. And so, you know, just learning how 
to um, dispel the awkward before it even happens. Mm -hmm. I think that's a good thing to do, um, you know, and then that way I can I can come up with an answer before I'm put in that social right that social right. awkward. Um, Keep and then, it as gracious as possible. Absolutely. <laughs> and by the way, I always you know when I'm when I'm working either with myself or with my clients that I'm helping get healthy, I always say people over program. Um, because, you know, there are those moments when we're in homes with people or they take us out to eat or something or they bring something to the church or, you know, whatever. Right. And if they have sacrificed, my relationship with them is far greater, far mm-hmm. more important. And I know the Lord will take care of that small, <laughs> short-term mm-hmm. amount of food. And so, you know, and I'll go ahead and eat it just because I don't want to hurt that relationship. Mm-hmm. So the, what I was saying about the other things is when I have the ability to right, choose. the choice and the, it's not, yeah. Well, and I love the short-term goals. Um, I know you and I had talked, because Amy's been my health coach and just a good friend, but and we've talked about if you have a couple day ones in a row. Yes. And I actually got through like day three before <laughs> I came here. And then I've been decent here but no more french fries let yeah me tell there you ya. go <laughs> um but anyways but i yeah i appreciate that perspective of planning ahead um and if you know you have a certain not a sabbatical but you no, know a time right. frame that's just okay i'm not going to be in a lot of positions where this is going to become awkward or hard or extra stressful yep um, and I'm going to have that hopefully after I get home before yeah. my next <laughs> meeting. But that is important just to it have is. time that can say, okay, God help. And then comes that, that dependence on the Lord too. Absolutely. I've got to need your help to do this because you know my heart's desire. And right. Yeah. Well, and you know, I, I usually will tell my clients when I'm getting ready to help them get started on their program, I'll say, hey, can you kind of tell me what this next week looks like for you? Yeah. Because if they say, well, we're going to Disney World and then when we get back, we're moving into our new house. <laughs> I mean, that's yeah. that's extreme. But I'll say, well, you know what? This might not be the best time to set you up for success. And so, yeah. you know, working them, working to set them up for the best success as possible yeah. Um, but then that's why I do say, okay, let's focus on today. Mm-hmm. Now, okay, you did great today. Now let's focus on tomorrow. And then mm-hmm. all of those todays and tomorrows add, add up. up to weeks and months mm-hmm. and successes. Yeah. And and then even, you know, like let's say they're doing really, really well. And then they have an issue where they eat something that doesn't serve them super well. What I tell them is, you know, the cool thing about that, you don't have to... Um, you don't have to slash your other three tires just so, just because one went flat. Mm. So don't slash them all and then go completely off the rails the rest of the day. You know, in the next few hours, just start making right choices again. Yeah. So, okay, you had that cookie? Okay, great. No worries, you know, but in the next few hours. Get back on track. Let's just jump and, back on yeah. and allow your body to recover from that. Yeah. 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 I think that's so valuable. Yeah. Um, you and, know, and just jump off earlier in the day so that your metabolism. <laughs> no, that's yeah. terrible. Don't listen to anything I say right now. <laughs> but you know what? It, it, there is some truth to that because then it is true. Your metabolism does have time um, to recover. But I will say the other advantage is there's more time to drink the water to just well, push I took all that Saturday. Through. I had been really good for a couple of days, but I wanted to take my son out on his mommy mm-hmm. his birthday date before we came down here. And so we went out at lunchtime and I still didn't, I mean, I got a soup and salad. So it wasn't like I was, I was not on. Right. But I wasn't like, I didn't do any desserts. So you know what I'm saying? I was, I was good. Yeah. All things considered. Absolutely. But we went out at lunch 
And I'm not saying it was a perfect day, obviously, but I wasn't going to bed feeling sick. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And I did go home and yeah. guzzle. Absolutely. Guzzle water. And especially if you're someone who travels, mm. um, preparing ahead. Yes. You know, if anybody's just listening, if you travel, it is good to plan ahead mm-hmm. and so that you don't go into your trip feeling sick either. Absolutely. You know. You know, I remember even years ago, a friend of mine gave a great tip. You know, sometimes in my in my old days before I really started working on my health, you know, road trips or, you know, airplane trips meant junk food galore mm. because it was easy ex- easily mm-hmm. accessible. So, you know, and then, I mean, so even if you're looking at it financially, you're spending a lot of money, oh, yeah. you know, at the gas stations yep. or whatever. But then when I started noticing when I was super mindful, I wanted to take my own stuff with me because I didn't want to be subjected to a gas station, whatever. That's right. Or even sometimes stuff on a plane or whatever. Right. But the cool thing about it that they mentioned that I had never really thought about when we're eating all that junk food, then as the trip goes on, we feel worse and yep. worse because our poor metabolism is just trying yep. to digest and metabolize. Right. And your inflammation that, level yes. is going up and inflammation goes up. Yes. Yep. So it's like it really is an ugly, vicious cycle. Yeah. So I notice on days when, you know, even if we have anywhere from a nine to 16 hour, you know, um, road trip. Mm-hmm. I will take my stuff with me because my end goal, even when I'm prepping the night before we leave, is, you know what, by this time tomorrow night when I'm like two hours from my destination, I don't want to feel disgusting. I want to yeah. still feel good even though I've been sitting in a car, you know, for 16 right, hours. Right. So that's a great point. And I think, again, if we take the, if we are really honest with ourselves about our current reality, and instead of making excuses of, well, I'm going on a trip. Well, yeah. So how can you prep for that? How can mm-hmm. you how can you set yourself up to win mm-hmm. instead of just feeling disgusting? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so those are great. Um, and then I'll just kind of um, end with this. Something that, um, you know, one of the things that I really look at as far as if I'm stewarding my body well and I'm being really mindful and then I look at what it can do. And then kind of like the the last thing that I even, when I'm looking at a, a spiritual application for this, mm-hmm. um, you know, men can be listening to this too, obviously, but then I, I really look at Proverbs 31 mm. and I look at the capacity that the virtuous woman had, but it wasn't by anything special that she was doing. I, I know that it was all because she was powered by the Lord, you know, and she had right. a walk with God. But I look at these few things. She was able to increase her ability to pour from a full cup so that she could serve others. You know, like I even think about things that she did. You know, she was always looking well to the way or she was increasing in something mm-hmm. or she was, ex- she, you, you always see a, an action word of hers yes. that she was working towards. And so because of that, you know, she was able to have have even more of an impact and influence. Now, I'm not saying going out and changing the world. Um, the way I look at it, my my favorite way and my most impactful way of changing the world is raising the sweet children that God's given me. They're mm-hmm. my four arrows, I, and I right. totally firmly believe that. But I also know the Lord gives each of us uh, spheres of influence everywhere. Um, yeah. Then you know, then even um, abolishing distractions that if if i if i'm really working hard at taking care of myself and i'm asking the lord to give me good health then i can actually abolish some distractions that may 
cause people to not let me in very, very much. Does that make mm. sense? Like if I'm if I'm trying to work on staying healthy and and again I'm and just just for a total caveat here, I am not talking about being skinny mini. <laughs> I'm talking about health and just yeah. stewarding and mindfulness. You're but not talking about starving yourself no, to fit into a six. No, or being so consumed with my looks. Right. I'm saying truly that the, the that healthy it's, living. Right. It's not vanity driving no. it. It's, yeah. yeah. Well, and that's where 1 Corinthians 10.31 comes into play. And that even says whether they're free to eat. Absolutely. It's the first thing listed. Yeah, isn't that interesting? Um, <laughs> yeah, but that, and that's convicting sometimes that even that is to be done. And that doesn't mean we go live in a monastery and live on you know, nothing but whatever Absolutely. that would mean. But you know what I'm saying? That principle of it's God doesn't, he gave us all things richly to enjoy. Yes. But is this going to help me glorify? You know, some people yeah. it seems like can eat anything and it doesn't affect them negatively. You right. know what? Those people kind of tick me because like, it's just not fair. <laughs> you don't have that gift, right? No, but for some of us, what we eat, as yes. I was reminded today, what we eat affects us very very much absolutely so absolutely you know i just think even if i'm just if i'm working on my health too it doesn't mean that i'm trying to inspire people to be vain like you just said right but i am trying to inspire other people hey let's just be wise stewards together Mm. um because i think we all you know we're god made us for community we all love doing things together that's why you have bunko groups that's why you have quilting groups that's why you have scrapbooking groups i mean you know right, what i'm saying right. we're made to love to interact with people to and... interact doing something we love with people yeah. because then it inspires us to do it more right. and i think that it can even be that way even yeah. with healthy living you know man yeah. it, it inspires other people and then it's fun you know when you get to do it together right when I look at, just in closing here, um, some really practical things on a daily basis, you know, try, if it works for your lifestyle or whatever, try to find a coach or somebody that can help you. Um, you know, if we could do it by ourselves, we would have done it by now. <laughs> and so having that camaraderie. Um, or, or be like me and find two. <laughs> there That's you go. There you go. You know, just that it's not even for the accountability. I truly believe it's for that companionship. Yeah. You know, doing it alone rarely works. But man, you it, it's just so much more fun when you do it with somebody. Yeah, I love the husband wife. You'll, you know, once in a while I'll see you post a husband and wife team yes. where they both lost it together. And my late husband, man, he could eat anything he oh. wanted, and he's skinny. That was not me, but I was the one having the babies too. Yes, so. that's right. You had a really good. Excuse. But he never had to diet, you yeah. know. So I was very used to a one. Yes. Just having to do it myself, and that was very, very tough. Yeah, and you know, it's it's not even for hey, did you eat right today? It's even for the hey, how are you feeling? Or yeah. and and even more importantly than anything, hey, how can I pray for you? You know, yeah. when I call my clients, I always say, hey, what can I do? How can I pray for you? Yeah. Um, you know, just moving into a couple more things. Um, I can't outrun my fork. So, you know, a lot of times we think that I can exercise all I want and then eat anything I want. Well, fat loss is 80% nutrition and 20% exercise. Wow. 
So there's a big difference, you know, when we're exercising way too much and then not eating right, we really are losing muscle mass. And for us ladies, especially as we're getting older, we that need happens. that muscle. I say that happens plenty easy all on it its does. own. It does, but we're in, we're in more need of our muscles yeah. because then we're not, you know, we're right. not um, putting ourselves at risk for injury and things yeah. like that. Yeah. You know, I think it's interesting something, you know, as I, I'm going to move a little bit away from the from the actual health journey part of it. Something that the Lord has really worked in my heart about in the last couple of years. Um, you know, I, I truly believe there's so much connected with, um, you know, how much I'm, I'm walking with the Lord, seeking Him, trying to, you know, live the way He's asked me to live. And that's mm-hmm. joy-filled, by the way, mm-hmm. you know, when I'm, when I'm choosing to do what He's longing for me to do. Um, I truly believe that when I'm working on that and then I'm working diligently and as most effectively as I can, given, you know, using really good reason um, on my health, um, I truly believe the two are so connected. Um, But something that one of my boys I was talking to a couple years ago, he just said, Mom, have you noticed that we live in such a fast-paced world that we really don't practice Sabbath living very often? Yes. And at first that kind of, I was kind of like, wow, that was a really deep statement, you know, and I really got to thinking about it. And so I started doing a lot of study on it actually. Mm. And um, the verse that really came to my mind that I loved was the passage in Isaiah 30. I don't, I don't know about you, but I don't rest easily. Um, I, now listen, I can go, 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 go and kill myself. I, I can do that, and that's, you and I both know, that's where self-dependence massively mm-hmm. kicks in. Yeah. 